Well, oh, because there's one of those radio shows. The show goes on! Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. The new nipple bra is going to be sold. Oh, the um, bra is made with two hard nipples poking out. Let me tell you, you're a smart guy. An Elliot. Hello, Jerry. Oh, those little uh, puffy protrusions. That's my favorite. Uh, I like you guys because every radio show I get booked on, uh, you know, they're like, don't be vulgar. And you guys are vulgar, too. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Hey, right we are. We yeah. are vulgar. Yeah. And we are here. We want to rock. Man, I like, I was telling Jerry and Rich Christie coming uh, before the start of the show. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the two songs right before the start of the show, man, we are rocking and going. What a great morning. Anytime you're leading into the show or you're really just kicking ass with some serious. You want something really up-tempo to yes. get you going. That's the way to wake up because a lot of people, their alarms maybe now just going off or depending on how early they got to get to work, they're heading there now. That was my thing. And I'd be perfectly honest. People go, oh, you hate Pink Floyd. No, I don't hate Pink Floyd. I hate Pink Floyd before 10. Mm -hmm. I think people want to get, yeah, people want to get going in the morning and high energy and you want to smile. Pink Floyd is like having a cigarette like at eight at night or going to bed. Betty bye time. Yeah, it's the same reason we don't play Pink Floyd at the Breakfast Club. Yes. We always had a special morning of music whenever we were you at a breakfast always club. want up-tempo. The romantics and sticks and Zeppelin and, yeah. Well, it depends on the Zeppelin song. You don't need Super <laughs> yeah. Tramp. You don't need Super Tramp. Yeah. Take the long way home? Yeah, <laughs> that's pl- not... Do, uh, do, do we play Super Tramp? Yes. I like oh, Super yeah. Tramp. Yeah. Got a lot of hits. They got a lot of hits. Yeah. <laughs> They're yacht rock, yeah. Yeah, I guess. A mm. little bit. Uh, I, I don't I don't wouldn't I put them yacht logical rock. Logical song is it yacht rock? No, I don't think so. No. no. Dingy rock. Is it rock though? It falls into well, Dire Straits falls into the category. Well, and Super Tramp is more rock than Super Tramp, right? Yeah, Super Tramp is I see I I put both of them in the same category, Dire Straits and Super Tramp. Super Trap, kind of unique. Yeah. Kind of unique. Maybe you put them in a category with like Steely Dan. Or Talking Heads. Or Talking, talking Heads. Talking Heads, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't think Talking Heads is rock. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I don't know if it's alternative. Well, well pr- I think prog rock. rock. I think not, Super yeah. Tramp they put under the category of progressive rock. Gotcha. Right. Maybe not as prog rock as Yes or Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. You know, we had a prog rock station in Minnesota when I grew up in Minneapolis. It's called the Cities 97, and it was all prog rock. It was like Talking Heads, yes. Rush. Uh, no, no Rush. Well, Rush is considered uh, I know, progressive but, rock. But it wasn't hard rock like Rush is. Okay, it was a little bit more uh, ethereal type. Yes, and it was kind of stuff like stuff you had didn't have a category for. <laughs> That's what Cities 97 played. Yeah, I it's can kinda, see that. It's kind of the bucket that. of, we don't know where to put you, so yeah. here you go. I'm sure that was the thinking behind yeah. it. Yes, yeah. and it never really took off, but it was one of those, we have eight stations and we need we need to. I'm sure it had its special. fans, its three, oh, it did. four oh, yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's interesting how radio's not like that anymore. Where is there a jazz station in town? I know Dave Man has a no. jazz show. No, he's got a blues no, he's show. Got a blues show. A blues show. I'm sorry, yeah. blues. Jazz but is we really used to hard, have a hard sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Joe Show or Joe Show. Geez. <sighs> well, I just got an email on Joe Show. That's why. Uh, Dave Man has his blues show seven five to seven p.m. Sundays. 
There you go. And the inaugural mojo was mojo. just this last uh, last Sunday. Yes. There so you go. every Sunday in conjunction with Leon's Live. And he was begging to do bands. that. They didn't ask him. Yeah. And he hemmed and hawed. He why he loves the blues. That's his thing, man. Always and we used has to been. always have. We used to do a blues show here a long blues. time ago. And we used to do a jazz show a long time ago yes. here. At that the was so what I was thinking of because Sue did it right. She did Blue Monday. Okay. Yeah. So every Monday right. was you know it was what an was hour her of blues. Joe Bonamassa. Joe Bonamassa. Yeah. Well, oh, hey, yeah. Dave Mans yeah. highlighting right. Joe Bonamassa. For his uh, mojo show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was something. But Mike Island used to do the jazz show here. Really? Mm-hmm. Year. It was a year for year. Deck, well. That was a good Sunday morning It show, really was. Actually. It was excellent. We didn't have the options back then that we have now for, because if you're a jazz person, you 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 got all you need. Right? Yeah. No matter think. where you get Yeah, it you're from. not getting yeah. that from a radio station. You got right. a collection of jazz that you pop in whenever you want. But the jazz uh, radio stations—you had to be a real cool oh, guy on the air <laughs> yep. or gal. Yep. Very they hip. They were good. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. There was a jazz art. jazz station. Cities ninety-seven. You had one alternative station. Alternative stations never made it. They just never were the big ratings. Yeah. Getter. We didn't even talk about that. And I don't know. Maybe. We shouldn't. That big snafu with uh, CD. Oh, did you uh, see Sherrod Brown actually tried to a, get involved? They, yeah, they found, yeah, they found a spot, though. Internet? On, on the dial. No. Oh, really? Actually on the dial. Hmm. Or at least the old CD people. Gotcha. And they acquired, they tried to acquire new call letters for it. And when the call letters came up, which is funny because it's a station that used to be in Dayton. Uh, and uh, iHeart snapped that right up. That was yeah. another problem. Yeah, that uh, alternatives uh, another time. It's just too uh, niche. Too yes, too niche. Yep. Too niche. Need the masses. Yes. So good rock today. A good show today. I We're like. booked up tight today and tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow a lot of Super Bowl stuff, which I like. And uh, you're going to be talking to Brandon Lang tomorrow, yeah? Yes. Yes. Feeling. Have yeah. you already made your your bets and your prop bets or whatever you're doing for something? No, I, I made my bet five minutes after the teams yeah, were you, going. Yeah, right you said away. that. You said that yesterday. Yeah. Well, it's weird because the line, Jerry. I haven't looked. It hasn't moved at all, has it? It's down to two. It it started at you got two and a half, right? Why? Well, you money bet the line. money line, but yeah. it's only a right. half point. It was weird because you would think at and some I think point it's weird that San Francisco's favored. I do too. That's why I bet the money line yeah. on the Chiefs. Yeah, I yeah, think it's yeah. so weird, Christy. You had the story yesterday, the most bet game ever, correct? Uh yes. Okay, if it's the most bet yes, game absolutely, ever, yeah, and the spread only moves a half a point, that's weird to me. Or it says that they're betting equally amongst the teams, right? Yes, that's what it would suggest. Yes, that, or they're trying to tease you into betting one. Yeah, but I you think gotta, they, they if, said but with you, two points that doesn't make a difference. Yeah, and the money moves the odds. The money moves the point spread. So you would think if someone was going heavy on the Chiefs, it would at least go to like one. Yeah, thirteen billion was spent on the Super Bowl betting last year. Almost twenty-five billion this year for this game. More states. Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. More states that uh, legalized uh, sports gambling. And, Chris, do you know what the money line is, right? Yes. Okay. Kind of, sort of, but yeah. Does Jimmy Bad's just straight no, up? No, if no, no, no. you're not doing no. it without the points, Torg will get a better payout a lot more money, yeah. on money line as he would if he took the Chiefs and the two. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy does not bet. He's like, I, I work too hard for I can't. But my son-in-law, 
He is on uh, a lot of betting web- websites. Yeah, the young kids are doing it, man. Yeah, yeah he uh, he loves yeah. it. Fantasy, but he only he doesn't right? bet that much, and it depends on what he does. But uh, if we're out with him and there's a game on, he'll have to look at his phone and see how he's doing. Well, you know, you hear this a lot, but it's true. Like, if you go to Starbucks a day, you're throwing in 10 bucks. You could throw a ten buck bet parlay down and win fifty bucks, a hundred yeah, bucks. A lot of people bet ten, twenty. Yeah, yeah. 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 My son-in-law about five. He does yeah. five to ten. Rich does five. Rich hit a three hundred or last yeah, night. Yeah, last night was a good night. Three eighty nine. Damn. On the uh, NBA, ten dollars. Yeah, I hit week one. I was watching my kids' football game, and I had my FanDuel account. I had like ten bucks. I bet on. It was right before kickoff. I go, you know what? I'm going to take my last $10, and I'm going to bet seven NFL games, and I really didn't even look. I just went like, like that, like that, like that, like that, like that. I said, well, I'm going to lose. After the game, I look. Oh, my God. I won the first four. And that's a nice little surprise, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And then I get home. Well, they only and, pay if you get the seven. Yeah. So then I'm at four, and I go, well, there's no way I'm going to hit the three late games. And boom, I hit the three late games. I won like something like eight hundred ninety dollars. Like, oh my God, I needed the money so bad. That's great. Like I really I like literally needed great. the money. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Wins like that a little, yeah. So yeah. it's pretty much sports betting. It. Just do your research, find out. But you can overthink it too. You okay. Can. All you right. Can really so for the casual too much time doing that. Let yeah. me ask for the casual better that somebody that just wants to throw down maybe ten dollars. For bet the money line or just okay. don't bet the, the money. Don't bet the yeah. Bet or the money a, line. Pick a prop you like. Yeah, pick a prop. There's like 85 or something Taylor <coughs> Swift props. Oh like I have yeah, my, I don't. Yeah. My wife likes names of players, so I will have her pick like a wide receiver or an NBA player. Like, what name do you like? And then I'll, without her knowing, pick them to score. Like, get 40 or 50 yards receiving or score. Why don't you just pick the NCAA out. tournament with her? Oh, yeah. that's gonna happen. That's funny. That's yeah, what I used to do with my daughter. We go to side of downs when they had the horse races when she was young. What name of the horse do you like? <laughs> She'd pick yeah, it and they would win. Do that. Yeah. Right, right. Occasionally yeah. you hit. That was I fun for the kids. No doubt. I think guys who name horses do that on purpose. Could like, be. I, I'm yeah. going to give my, you know. A standout name. That way it'll get bet on. I'm going to name my Downs. horse Pretzel Logic and, you know, or something. Sayota Downs was always fun in the day, but, boy, you had to stay for four hours through 10, 11, 12 races, whatever it was, yeah. just to make 200 bucks yeah. at $5, $10 a clean, right? And, boy, yeah. you would see the people now, that were there day in and day out. It's so instantaneous, and you can do it on your phone, and the, back then you had a pencil and a program, and it was a fun night. Oh, sure. Did you ever go but, but. to before uh, really got got big? Did you ever go to like the old Hilton in Vegas and you'd see the sports book with all the horse races on in foreign countries where guys oh, would yeah. be betting right, right. horse races in, in Europe? In, oh wow, in India! And they would look at the TVs and there'd be like eighty different horse racing going on, and there would be like ten guys betting it. I on. never saw yeah. it out of country. Oh yeah, and the old Hilton sports book. They specialized in like you the horse still racing. Do it today. Yeah, from horse tracks in this country, but we're yeah. down, way, way, we way are. down. There's not many tracks left. If you had a television and you were broadcasting the damn horse races like closed circuit in your build, they made a sh- made sure you could gamble on it. Yeah, you know who knew the ponies really well, and it was after his betting scandal, and he would like make you do it because I worked with him. 
Pete Rose loves the ponies. <laughs> well, that's how that, if you were a gambler, yeah. Loves the ponies. Wasn't like today, man. Yeah, and he would have to get he'd give a wad of cash and then the ask ponies you to bet. Oh, yeah. And baseball. Yeah, but he then he couldn't do baseball. <laughs> he did the ponies. And he couldn't wait in line. He would have to have someone with him. And he would hand over the money. And to hide the fact oh, it was yeah, him. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he didn't right. want any association with sure. it. Sure. But what, like two grand on, he'd write a detailed sheet of horse race five, seven, nine, this to place, this to show. And he knew his ponies, Your man. grandkids could tell that story. 50 years, Pete Rose, long dead and gone, baseball legend. My dad used to run bets for Pete Rose. No, he was I... working in radio in Vegas, and Pete would have Torg, my grandpa. I never ran bets for him. I turned him oh, down. Oh, I thought you just said no, you did. No, it would be us with him, like the producer, his sidekick. Oh, and his... you never got to go place he... one? No, oh, he, that's he, too bad. he asked me, like yeah. several times, Earring, will you place this bet? And I would say no, because it like someone gives you like three grand cash. I didn't want to screw it up. Yeah. Like he's giving you a bunch of numbers and it's like, man, this is a you know numbers are hard. It is for me. Yes. I was twenty one. Right, right. I'm twenty one. You're giving me a sheet. You're giving me I want seven hundred on much this. responsibility. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I got it's exhausting just listening to it. Yeah. Because well, the guy's into it. And he's gonna get the tickets, so it's not yes. like you could get away with a mistake. Yeah. He actually too, if you bet for him though, he would share the winnings with you. So if he hit big, he would throw you like a hundred bucks. Right. But he was into it. I just felt a lot of pressure. Like I got a big sheet and you're handing me like five grand. It's just a lot. You know, and yeah, I go he was a player. Race number seven, seven fifty on this. Number six to play. I didn't know the terminology. Trifecta. Yeah, it's just daily double. And he yeah. didn't get mad at me. He just had someone else do it. Right. But right. it was just you get intimidated. Here's Pete Rose with a wad of cash. He's like, "Hey, kid, come here." And a daily double didn't all. It wasn't always the first two races, right? It's always the first race, and then it they could, it could a, be yes. seven. It yes. could be five. It could be because they would announce today's daily double, double would be race one and six, two and seven, and or then, so, yes. so you bet the winner of the first race and then seven. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and that's your daily double. But boy, daily doubles paid well. Yeah. I bet you there is something to it if you knew your horses. I bet you there's something to it where you could really uh, – you know who lost on horses? Who is the guy? Was it the guy from Tombstone who wrote Tombstone? And he had a he had an HBO show on horse racing, and it only lasted one season. I don't know who that is. Who yeah. is – look, Google the guy who wrote Tombstone – and he lost his money gambling, and it was, I believe, on horse racing. Ooh. And he had a major problem, and it's well Tom documented. Tom Clavin? No. No. Back then, that's all we really had. Kevin Jari? Kevin Jari. No. Okay. We weren't in Vegas. Producer, horse director racing. of Tombstone. Maybe it wasn't Tombstone. Not Tombstone. Ah, uh, what was the HBO show? The Old West. Al Swargin. Deadwood. Deadwood. Oh, Deadwood. Sorry, Deadwood. So the guy who wrote Deadwood or produced or created Deadwood? created it, Deadwood. Give me the guy, and if you Google his name, it's pretty well documented. Because I think he had an HBO show called Lucky, I want to say. Yeah, I think I remember that. That was him. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. And he openly, HBO. it's a well-known story that he gambled millions. 
And that's why he- Richard Dreyfuss was a big uh, horse guy. Yes. Jack Klugman back in the oh, day. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, Quincy. Yeah. He was, David he was Milch? David yes, Milch. David yes. Milch. Oh, man. Did you Google him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the worst sport to bet on is baseball. Yes. Baseball's horrible to bet on. It is. There's nothing to really, there's just, there's hockey. so little action. Yeah, I wouldn't bet hockey. Hockey's either. tough. Hockey's yeah, tough. Yeah. You know what you bet on in baseball? Yeah, he made $100 million and gambled it away. Yes. All of it. Yep. Uh, you know what you do baseball? You do six innings baseball. That's what they'll tell you if you're going to do baseball. Pitching. Starting pitching. So you take a crappy starting pitcher against a good pitcher and you go six innings. Yet I have a friend who bets every at bat in baseball games. That's a problem. Yes. Like we'll sit there and uh, live Is that person bet. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Every at bat. Hit Think out, about that for a out. minute, the technology that you could sit with your phone and bet every at bat. Every at bat. The outcome of every at bat. Also the outcome so of every drive in the football bats? game. Sometimes, sometimes bat. 50 cents. It depends on what oh, he's 50, hit recently. You can go as low as 50 cents. You can go as low as a penny. Is oh. it 50 cent or 50 cent? It's 50. 50? 50 cent. Just checking. All right. Bob Horowitz is going to join us today. He's the EP of the CBS show. They do it every year, the greatest Super Bowl commercials. So we'll talk Super Bowl commercials with him. Uh, we got Jerry's package today from yeah. Sorella's. Sitting oh. over here in the corner. And Torg, you've already fondled it. All right, looked at it. Or I did. Touched I looked it. at it. It's long. <laughs> the box and, is long. And, and heavy. the box has been opened, and it was here all night. Is anything missing? I don't know. I hope Big uh, Big Shelly didn't come in overnight and oh. take a personal <laughs> item. And by the way, you're listening for the Jerry Panty Sounder. When you hear Jerry go, come on, babe, ah. give me your panties. Or drop and your panties. There's pain. a week's yeah. worth of panty in there today's is. box. There is. It's, yeah, And they're nice panties, too. I want to follow up a uh, text or a uh, phone call here in a couple of weeks, whoever wins this. Unless a lonely guy named Frank wins it. <laughs> He's tucking. That's just Frank being Frank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Anything else? Uh, Bill Maher tickets. Bill, Bill Maher tickets. So that's a lot of stuff today. Michael Evans replay next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Sunshine today. Hold on. High today, 61. Clouds, a slight chance of showers tonight, oh, a low 47. A high, 61. Today. Oh, so good. Oh, that was strangely arousing. Showers tonight, oh. 47 year low. Clouds for Friday, hold on. High 63. You know, the heat makes Jerry horny. I, well, uh, yeah. all the better for his his package. 63, 61? Hey. February? Uh -huh. Are you kidding me? It is 36 right now. So, as expected, Senate Republicans tanked the bipartisan border security and foreign aid bill yesterday. They voted 49 to 50 in the Senate to stop the bill. After Republicans voted against the bill, they had fought to arrange. So, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says now he plans to introduce new legislation for the $118 billion package to Israel and Ukraine. With no border security separate. provisions. Keep them yes, separate. Yeah, keep them separate. Yes, yes, fail. yes. And, and they will fail. So, with no legislation in the works to address the flood of immigrants, uh, President Biden is now considering executive order to try to get the border debacle under control. The measure is still being drafted, not expected to be put in place anytime soon. It was so. funny because, and I, I don't, you know, I'll pick a side on the border, but because it's out of hand, but it's funny how the <laughs> 
mainstream media was like, Republicans don't care about the border. Here's their chance. Well, no, separate them. Do your aid because it won't pass. The Ukraine, you're you're giving them two hundred billion while we need money here, and the it's just not going to happen. That's why they hooked Israel to Ukraine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to pass. They should all be standalone bills. It should be. And I don't think people understand that, is you're trying to pass one bill, but you're you're getting the other stuff in there that won't pass, using that as your little carrot. Hey, we need we need to fix the border. Well, we'll fix the border. As soon as we give all the money. it didn't fix the border anyway. It was a crappy bill even on its own. So we'll fix the border if you give $60 to Ukraine. And did you see that kid, Jerry, the David Hogue kid? Oh, God. spoke against it. So the anti-gun, you know who he is. I know David Hogue. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see this. So he's anti-gun. And he's ripping, he's ripping the Congress for not passing the bill. But aren't you anti-gun? So who do you think is fighting with the $60 billion? So you're okay with the Ukrainian kids dying? Aren't you anti-gun? Aren't you anti-war? But you're on social media complaining about the Ukraine? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Giving them money continues the war, dude. And the uh, Putin interview drops today at 6. Does it? Yeah. I wonder who's going to do the voice of Putin. Kind of screwed me up. It said eighteen hundred hours. Oh no! Yeah. At, right? Did you yeah. see the? At, uh, yeah, that's today at six p.m. for dummies like me. Should I have Yorkov Smirnov or who's the comedian, the Russian comedian, the What a Country? Yeah, that was Yakov. Yeah, yeah, he should be the translator of Putin. You know, doing the English version. Yakov. Yeah, <laughs> that's a name I haven't heard in a while. You got to do is, is Putin talk. You got to oh. work on your Putin. No, I'm good. I took Russian in high school, though. It'll be interesting to see tonight. Yeah. That's got to be a full hour, I got to think, right? You don't fly to Russia to do an interview. Oh, maybe longer, not, huh? Yeah. Depending what they cut out. Well, they're saying Putin's going to lie. Well, what do you think Zelensky's doing? He's giving his spin. Even Biden's well, doing. Well, I know, I know, but they're all doing. He's they all lie. He's a propagandist, yeah. you think? Yeah. They well, all are. Yeah. Our country's just as bad. Yeah. If not worse. Probably worse. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Jerry, did you ever go to 1487 Brewery in Plain City? I have been out there. Yes, I have. Well, guess what? It is officially closed, and maybe not for the reason you might think. Uh, They opened in 2020. They had a Kickstarter campaign that was launched in 2015. Uh, The business has now been listed for sale, $1.8 million. After 42-year-old Lyle Bigelow, that's the company's former COO. Does it say it's on Industrial Parkway? It's on Industrial Parkway. Yeah, that's there. the one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not really Plain City. It's Costco right there. Yeah. Okay. Right uh, next to 33. Well, the former COO, Lyle right. Bigelow, uh, pleaded guilty to aggravated theft in October of last year. He stole about two hundred seven grand from the brewery over 18 months. He directed payroll to himself through fake employees, using the company credit card to make personal uh, purchases, Bigelow was sentenced in December to two and a half years in prison and ordered to pay more than 107000 in restitution to 1487 uh, The business officially closed its doors on February the 4th. Yeah, they're not going to get $1.8 million for that. Probably. A bar owner who's not an upstanding guy. That's weird. No way. <laughs> yeah, Don't wow. get it. And the Department of Homeland Security getting ready for the Super Bowl. Well, specifically, they're working very hard to get counterfeit sports merchandise off the market as Super Bowl Sunday approaches. Over the past year, the agency has seized $28.1 million in counterfeit goods, including 94,000 pieces of counterfeit sports merchandise. Guess who is the number one exporter of those fake goods? China. Gotta have my China. China. 
They said uh, if you see a, you know, a jersey that is signed or whatever, chances are it is counterfeit. And what agency is that? That's Homeland Security. Everything going on in this country, they're worried about uh, no. fake jerseys. Worried about, uh, yeah, pretty jerseys. Uh, yeah. QFM 96, Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. 70 West is very slow downtown as ODOT reporting a lane blockage due to a disabled vehicle. Uh, it's all brought to you by Kemba. Open a high interest earning money market account at Kemba Financial Credit Union. And for a limited time, earn up to 5% APY until 2025. That's more than seven times the national average. Average is reported by the FDIC. Restrict Supply federally insured by NCUA. Here's your hot five cuts for your Thursday. Dana White, Radio Row, or not Radio Row, but doing a Super Bowl interview with the Pat McAfee show. So get this, they're getting on subjects about, you know, what you could say, freedom of speech, and Dana White is about to really get down on censorship. And the Pat McAfee show just cuts them off and the network goes to commercial. Here it is. Listen, you know what? If you notice, I really haven't been doing any media. I do podcasts, man. I'll do podcasts. I'll come hang with you. You know, lots of lots of people. Oh, sorry. Lots of people want to talk to you because you're not the media. Um, You know, you're not coming on podcasts and people that you want to have open discussions with. There's not any gotcha moments. There's no... There's no um, agendas, you know. There, there, there's no uh, clickbait, and and, uh, and all the all the bullshit goes on with the media. The media, yeah. the media, right now. During an asthma attack, every second feels like an eternity. Uh oh. <laughs> kind of proving his point. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's the same conversation where Dana said uh, in Vegas gambling. He lives there. He uh, he'll play bl- blackjack is his game, uh-huh. hundred thousand dollars a hand. Yep. But wow. he'll on- only play two three hands, and the casinos hate him for that. Oh, <laughs> he'll yeah. play a hundred thousand. And if he yeah. if he wins, he gets up with two hundred and he walks away. He doesn't sit there for five hours mm-hmm. and, and give it all back to him. And they hate him for that. Oh, okay. He thinks he's gonna get banned. It was a good interview. Yeah. All right, clip number two, RFK Jr. was on Howie Mandel's podcast, and he said if he had to put money on this election, he'd bet on this guy. I'm running to win, and if I had to put money on it, I would put money on myself. I'm beating both Biden and President Trump in people under 45 years old, and I'm beating them by a landslide in people under 35. I'm beating them in the largest cohort, which is the independents. People are unaffiliated. I win that cohort. For the first time in history, the first election in history, independents are more numerous than either Democrats or Republicans. This is the first time in history. In registered voting? Yeah, registered voting. They call them now in the polls unaffiliated voters, but who say, I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. They are now the largest voting bloc. Yeah. The networks won't put him on. No one will put him on for an interview or even cover him. They are so afraid. <laughs> First presidential candidate in history to never have social secu- or, uh, special security. Really? 
Social That's Security. That's <laughs> no, right, Jerry. No, he's got Jerry, what's security. on your mind yeah. right okay, now? He's got Social Security. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, I do it five times a show. Come on over, buddy. It's all good. Three more of them, you got my quota. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, security, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, there. security yeah, details. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Cut number three, one of our favorites, comedian Steve Byrne. <laughs> Talking about in this clip how TMZ is trying to change the narrative on comedian Shane Gillis before his SNL appearance. Look at this, TMZ puts out, clip of Shane Gillis resurfaces. Okay, first off, it didn't resurface. TMZ put it out. Okay, they resurfaced it, and now they're saying it resurfaced. It's like, you resurfaced it, it didn't resurface, like you did it. So how are you saying it resurfaced? It only resurfaced because you resurfaced it. This is one of my biggest, biggest pet peeves in comedy, is as a comic, you're in the front row, talking to somebody, guy in the front row, you're goofing off, and then somebody in the back says, that's mean. But the guy in front is laughing. And when somebody is offended for somebody that's not offended, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. So that's what TMZ is doing. SNL had hired Shane. Shane got fired for being ironic and being a comic. And years later, now SNL has him back out. So TMZ is offended that SNL isn't offended. That's why they've resurfaced this. And if SNL is okay, you should be okay too. Yeah. Burn, strong words. Good for him. And right on. And Shane Gillis, eh. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm not a. Middle of the road on him, but yeah. Yeah. How do you get so popular, Rich? Shane Gillis. Because I watch his stand up and I don't think it's better than it. You know, like I don't like Nate Bergetzi. I don't think he's as good as or even close. He's getting the clips on TikTok and stuff again. The little. Kind well, of fifteen to thirty second clips on TikTok are helping him. It's good marketing, but they're helping him kind of put his Trump jokes out there and things like that. So, and Shane Gillis is Irish, Scottish, Irish. I think he was one of the first to come across. Yeah, from the new wave of guys, and he's been doing a bunch of the podcasts. Yeah. So yeah. it made he's him been, unique and different. Yeah. And then I think he's a media, huge anti-Trump. That's why he's really popular. His yep. Trump impression is the best impression of Trump. He does a Trump impression? Oh, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's the best. It's a it, good impression. It's, yeah. it's exact. I mean, really? it's really good. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah he's kind of yeah. hitting the pavement. He's done a lot of podcasts right. recently. Gotcha. All right, clip number four, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, one final album. Are you ready for it? It's oh, called, yeah. Uh, the title of the album is Ghost Stories. It's coming out this spring. Here's the uh, first single, So Supernatural. So Supernatural. who should sing that song and you tell so me if you agree rich play a little bit more now really listen and i'm going to give you a guy who could do that song and right, you'd go right, okay let's, let's listen that's good ace freely uh yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit monotone right, going there right, right. so i hear it ace freely could do that song and you would say okay yeah so i get it or culture club <laughs> could do that song. <laughs> oh cut number five my good close and personal friend kirk curb street's getting called out like bigly today called out for his influence on flipping a georgia commit dylan riola quarterback from georgia commit 
to Nebraska. Here's his dad, Dominic. We'll say, bring up one guy's name. His name. We'll say, bring up one guy's name. His name's Kirk Herbstreet. And when he saw he saw the smoke uh, about Dylan entertaining Nebraska, he was like, called me. He said, dude, is this true? He got to do it. You know, he got to do it. He, he, his affinity for Nebraska, uh, for a guy like that to tell me and to, you know, get behind me. Like I knew, I knew he needed to do it, but I wasn't going to sit here and say, you need to go change that place or be a part of the change at that place. Um, so when Kirk told me that, you know, I was like, man, you know, this is, I've got people reach out, other coaches reach out, reach out to me and say, look, the place is special. Coach rules a special leader. What are you doing, Herbie? It's conflict. What are you getting involved calling recruits, Dad? And he always wants yeah, to get involved. Right, right, right. What are you doing? And why Nebraska? What's his affinity for? He just he wanted uh, Big Ten. No Georgia likey, and so he wanted the kid to flip from oh. Georgia. But he shouldn't even get involved. And and by the way, if it's you're not pro Nebraska, it's anti Georgia. Yes. Oh, and if you're out there going, why doesn't he do it for OSU? He's alum. He can't do it. That's a no no too. He probably has. Well, I, yeah, I would say, well, I wonder if he talked to him when he flipped from Ohio State to Georgia. He could have. That's just a bad look. That and kid's P- flipped a bunch. Yeah, even, he has. Even Feinbaum is crushing Herb Street today. Like, what are you doing? Calling recruits and getting involved in the recruiting game and wants to just yeah, get involved yeah, with right, it. It's like, right, dude, right. just stick in your lane and call games. Be impartial. Yeah. Just weird. I think I'm out on college football. I'm done. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to finish on that national title. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I'm I'm hanging up my fandom. (laughs) Okay. I'm focusing on the NFL now. (laughs) He's going to the NFL (laughs) like our forward. Yeah. Uh, Chargers, you're in. I'm out. Uh, That's your hot five. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. 70 West now has all lanes open in the downtown area. There was an earlier disabled vehicle, but that has been cleared. And that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata, serving the highest quality New York-style pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Netflix has had so much success with documentaries on the NFL and Formula One. Now they're branching out to baseball. Uh, Netflix announced they have partnered with uh, MLB for two new projects about the Boston Red Sox. Uh, The show will follow the team throughout the 24th season, and it will premiere in 2025. The second is a brand new documentary looking back at the 2004 Red Sox and the team's first World Series title in 86 years. That will debut later this year. Do we need hard knocks for baseball? I think not. No, Mm. unless there's... Boston. The Yankees must have said no, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, really? And it's got to... You got to have characters. And baseball players are so dry, and, and they're not. They're not dry and boring, but the perception is they are. So when those camera rolls, they better have a Pedro Martinez-type character. If not, it'll be a turnout fest, you know? Yeah. And I just don't see anyone on that roster being a yuck-yuck factor. But who knows? Maybe there's a young kid who's really funny. Yeah, or... maybe, maybe. But baseball has a marketing issue, and maybe this works for them. Well, they're saying now that baseball isn't America's favorite pastime oh, it anymore. Hasn't. It, it is, hasn't yeah, yeah. for decades. 20 years. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the NFL. M- Mike Twa- And yet Mike- baseball's uh, television package is going to be record-setting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. record So many games. And people go to the games. Yep. They sell tickets. It's just not watching. It's just not, yeah. Yep. And the biggest player, Mike Trout, no one knows who the hell he is. Yeah. Never does commercials, never wants to be out there, just wants to do his job and go home and lose a bunch of games.
And we were talking earlier about, you know, uh, I know you got Brandon Lang on tomorrow talking about sports betting for the Super Bowl. But there are, there are plenty of ways that you can make your pick. But this uh, this one seems almost infallible. There's a guy on Reddit. His name is I'm this guy who claims that he has chosen the wrong team for the last 16 years straight. So might be a good strategy to find out who he's picking. Uh, and then go exactly with the other team. How you lose. <laughs> yeah. Then you do that, and then it's the year the guy would have won. <laughs> exactly. So this year, he is putting his money on the Kansas City Chiefs. He said, don't overthink this. The better team will win. The Chiefs' absolute machine in the playoffs. I've bet against them twice in the Super Bowl in the past. And to quote the who, I won't get fooled again. The 49ers' slight favorites, and if this guy's record is any indication, they'll be enjoying themselves Sunday evening. And it looks like uh, college athletes on the verge of forming their first union. National Labor Relations Board ruled that Dartmouth's men's basketball players are employees of the university and they can go ahead, form your union. Uh, they approved the motion. Players launching a union last came close in 2014 when Northwestern football players had their union efforts shut down by a court ruling. Uh, the ruling doesn't apply to all college athletes, as Dartmouth's players are not on scholarships because of Ivy League rules. Dartmouth uh, basketball. Yeah. I could be the center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you hear this or you smell this, it means this. We'll let you know about it after the Black Crows. Yeah, happy Thursday. Good uh, morning. How are you today, Good. kids? Today, National Pizza Day. Is that what's going on? Uh, I think it's officially tomorrow. We're supposed to have a drop-off yeah. later. We'll give you all the details here as we enjoy pizza. A lot pizza. of days, man. Everybody's got a day. Everything's got a day. You Everything's lose track. Got a day. National slap, Sloppy Joe Day. National mm. Onion Soup mm. Day. Chase Your Tail Day. That's for dogs only, though. All right. So well, <laughs> now, depends on the tale. <laughs> Christy, you mentioned Reddit a minute, minute ago. How mm-hmm. You're on Reddit every day? Uh, you get a lot of stories, it seems, from Reddit. Every once in a while, I go and see and see what's over there. Yeah. Okay, because Reddit, very popular. All I do is X. I get my news there, right? And then Instagram's kind of my guilty pleasure because that's just all trash. It's just my version of TikTok, I suppose. Girls dancing in bikinis. Nah, I don't see a lot of that on there. But yeah, I, Instagram's well, kind of you're my not looking guilt, hard enough. Uh, my guilty pleasure. So I'm scrolling. I'm just sliding through uh, Instagram, right? And you'll hit that one video. And I about fell out of my chair yesterday when I heard this. And I'm going to play it for you first. And then I'm going to give you a little story afterwards. Do you ever smell smoke for no reason? Maybe cigarette smoke or cigar smoke and nobody in your house smokes? I'm about to tell you why that happens and what it means. If this happens to you, it's a way that you are experiencing communication from the spirit world. They may or may not have been smokers or enjoyed cigars in their human life, but it's a common way for them to get your attention. It's called clear aliens, which means clear smelling. And it might not even be smoke. It might be a particular scent, perfume, or flower, but it's most commonly smoke. All right. If this is happening, there's something really powerful that you should do. If you ever smell smoke randomly and you have no idea why, ask for clarification. Acknowledge it. Breathe. So I heard that yesterday, and I about fell out. What's what's the smell we always smell, Jerry? I have told uh, the story before, Torgan, uh, forgive me, but I think a lot of the 
people out there have. And Joe Show passed away. It'll be six years this July. Correct. correct? Yes. And I've told the story before, as I just mentioned, of as soon as I heard of Joe's passing, it was a phone call in the middle of the afternoon, and I'm home alone, and a beautiful sunny day. It was in July, yeah. right? Yeah. And I went out. I didn't know what to do with myself. I just, I, I was just in shock. So I go out, and I start the lawnmower, and I'm cutting the back grass, and I smell cigar smoke like Next somebody, to yeah, somebody's I smoking mean, right next to you. I mean, over and to the point where I questioned myself. I took my headphones off, and I shut the mower off. And we had homes under construction around the house, our new house. And so I thought, well, there's workers smoking, putting the roof on, or whatever. And I go around the front of the house, and there's no. It's quiet. There's there's no workers on the street. There's no. I go back out. I start the mower up. I'm pushing. My, I can smell cigar smoke. And so I told that story, how weird that was, because Joe was a big cigar smoker. Yes, he was. So over time, over the years, I've convinced myself that that was my imagination until I heard that yesterday. Really? How odd. I about fell over yesterday when I had never heard that theory We've had with psychics on the show how many times over the years? Is that the only time you've smelled it? No, I smelled it here. See, and I told you, Jerry... And I thought you were with me that this was maybe two years ago and nobody, I mean, there's cigarette smokes. People smoke cigarettes here, but there's a distinctive smell with a cigar smoke. And it was in the hallway leading up to our studios here at the station. Smelled unmistakable cigar smoke. In fact, even mentioned Joe shows around. Yeah, but I never heard that theory or anything. Isn't it? And I know cardinals. People, like after someone dies, you see a cardinal. That's a symbol. That that is their spirit, their soul. That's pretty hard you know. to get on board with, though, because you always see a cardinal. What's the most uh, popular bird you see? Cardinals. So I'd see no All, robin. Always. Robin is the most. I rarely see. I only saw. Cardinals. I rarely see cardinals. Yeah, I rarely see cardinals. See cardinals. All the well, time. Well, then you see dead people. Then, <laughs> and it's in behind my house. It could be a portal. No, because I never saw cardinals in Westerville, and then I moved to Canal, and, well, we have bird feeders. My wife has 5,000 of them. It's like, give it a rest, you know, on the bird feeders. Hey, like, leave her alone on the bird feeders. I got five. the whole world. Uh, but I have cardinals, like, all all over the place. Blue jays, cardinals. I never saw them in Westerville. Oh, man. And all over really? The, all yeah, over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, think that's another one. That's another one, yeah. But the smell thing, because I know people have said per, they'll smell a— Somebody that's passed over their perfume. But doesn't the like aliens the, theory mothers... destroy any of this afterlife stuff? In what way? Meaning that the conspiracy theory is... That we that, are all descendants of alien race, we so... Just, when we die, we go back to the Tucker Carlson stuff. When we when we die, we're just here for a short period, then we go back to the alien planet or whatever. Well, even if that is true... Why couldn't you do the smoke perfume? Well, because they're the not a ghost. Thing. Then they're back in the mothership, the alien. I'm joking, but that's the theory: is that it's all not real and right? Isn't that the? Tucker but doesn't Carlson every stuff? psychic say when you pass, either you go all the way through, or but there's there's something still linger. They linger, yeah. or they have unfinished a, business. They're they're still around. I don't know. 
But that cigar smoke, is that's bothered me for, since then. And I was questioning my sanity because I was so adamant that I smelled it. And then twice that afternoon. And I was like, wow. And then I've convinced myself over the years. And then I heard that clip we just heard yesterday. And I went, that no. floored you. I believe it now totally. Yeah. Wonder if anyone else there out there, 8219696 is the phone number. Give us a call if you've ever had a sign like Jerry your had mom, in the backyard. Your, mom, your mom's perfume, maybe. Yeah, or shoot but us a text on the Grism Retire text line, 614-821-9696. A smell, though, that's weird. I think smell is more common than anything else. You, you smell it, it, Yeah, I do, as far as people. But s- I've never, how come we've never heard that? I've never I've heard, never that, heard before. that before. I'd never heard that before. I bet a lot of people that didn't put two and two together. A certain smell. Or your dad's uh, aftershave cologne. Yeah. He, he passes, and a month later, you're struggling with it, and you're in the bathroom, and all of a sudden, you smell your dad's cologne. Well, I remember um, when my dad died, I saw a beer commercial on TV. I was like, <laughs> holy yeah, cow. That, that my, wait, wait a minute. What, was yeah. it his Who's brand? Bumps? Was Who's it bumps? his brand? Uh, Christy, they don't advertise generic beer. Okay. <laughs> See, if they would have, then that would have been a sign from your dad. No, I think the sign when my dad died is no one wanted to give the eulogy, right? Because I didn't want to because my whole thing was how do I say nice things about a bad person? Yes, and I, I get you. Really, I and you didn't really, want to be a hypocrite and yeah, so I just keep your mouth shut. I had an issue with it. Like how do you say good things about an abusive person? So no one in the family wanted to do it. And they need, my mom, to her credit, didn't say like you have to do this. Like, but the guy who did it was a guy from the funeral home, and is yeah, that's and, you. And you I, see that a yes. lot. And I didn't even get it at the time. My wife told me afterwards. She said, "Do you know? Did you catch the name of that guy who did the eulogy?" I go, "No." She goes, "Jack Daniels." <laughs> I said, "What?" And then I checked. I said, and I introduced myself. That's wild. And I I thanked him and I said, "Your name again?" He goes, "Jack Daniels." Ah. Oh. Okay, that's funny. That's a signal. And assist, his assistant was Miller. Yes. No, he's a Mr. Blatz guy. Miller. He was a Blatz guy. He was guy. a Blatz guy. Yeah, hard to find Homer Blatz. Yeah, exactly. But when he <laughs> retired, when he retired and he had, uh, his company got bought out and he had like a 401k. Okay. And he told me this. He goes, Scott, I don't drink Blatz anymore. And I go, yeah. He goes, I've upgraded. I'm a Miller light guy now. Miller. And that was the big, yeah, the yeah. big, I'm a that Miller a drinker. Yes. Because he drank Blatz because we poor. And Blatz was like the cheapest yeah, beer. right. Like a little step above Black Label, if you're familiar with Black Label. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought. Eulogies are tough. I won't do it. I've been asked a, a few have times. Have you seen. Too many times, and I will not speak in a few minutes. It's tough. I won't do it. It's really tough. I won't do it. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, 821-9696. Let's go to Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey. Hey, good morning, guys. Our first caller, Joe. Yeah, there you go. Hey, when I was 13, my buddy had uh, killed himself, and we found him. And later that night, I was laying in bed asleep, and I woke up, and I looked up at my ceiling, and it was a cloud of smoke swirling with a light in the center. And I thought, I'm dreaming. There's no way I'm dreaming. So naturally, you pinch yourself. Yeah. And you're awake. And I just felt like that was, it was kind of swirling, and then it kind of went up into the light, and it went away. And I said, that must have been him stopping and saying goodbye. Was he a smoker or anything, or just you just saw no. the smoke? Okay. I saw the smoke like a cloud. It almost looked like storm clouds swirling on the ceiling of my bedroom with a light in the center. Wow. It was odd. I, I didn't yeah. smell anything, and I never saw anything after. But And it's... Weird. 
I believe you guys. I believe in that. That I've heard that before about smelling smoke or, or perfume or some sort of vision that you'll see. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, Good and when stuff. it happens in the uh, the middle of the night like that, it's easy to question because then you, well, I was dreaming. Well, sure, yeah, you're halfway between half sleep and, it. yeah. Right, right, right. 821-9696, let's go to Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, yeah, so a few years, probably about six, seven years ago, my wife and I, we moved uh, into into a house with our kids. And the house had been vacant for about a year and a half, two years. The the lady who used to live there, uh, she had died. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think she died in the house. You know that's that's good, but she had passed away. And from what the realtor told us, she was she was a smoker. So fast forward probably a month or two after we got moved into the house, no one in our family smokes. No one smokes. And I would find pockets of like real heavy cigarette smoke, Whoa. and it, it like would come back and forth, and it would it would dissipate, and then like a couple months later, you'd smell it again. Um, I've also kind of noticed only in certain areas; it only happens in certain areas within the house. So yeah. it's kind of freaky, and it leads you to believe like exactly what you all are talking about, and. Just it makes you think freaky, but yeah. it's, it's, it can be comforting. I think to a certain extent, yeah, yeah. it's. But I, I'm totally in after hearing that yesterday. And this lady was a famous psychic, or like I a guess, YouTube. She's psychic. a YouTube. She's got a channel. And, gotcha. You know, she's selling. Does she do readings on her channel? Like I, I don't know. I didn't go to YouTube legit? to check it out. Gotcha. Yeah, and I mean, take it for what it's worth. It's on social media, wow. but it, it's as good as any other source. Exactly, at this point, exactly. Eight two one ninety six ninety six is the phone number. You can shoot us a text on the Grismer Tire text line as well. Let's go to uh, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Well, when my dad passed away, I actually had um, smelled his cologne. Oh wow! What kind of cologne did he wear? Um, it was actually, I don't remember, I have it at home. <laughs> I don't remember what it is, but it has a distinct smell and nobody ever wears that. It's like an old, <laughs> like bay rum, English or leather, aqua velva, <laughs> yeah. aqua velva, yeah. or bay rum. It, yeah. Like Paul something. Um, but oh. yeah, so I could smell that. And then also a chipmunk actually came and visited me at, right after he passed away. And uh, so I had that, and then also I had a dream about him. Ah, ah yes, nice. that'll do well, it. Thanks, Danielle. Yes, nothing like that chipmunk coming. Yeah, was it Alvin Simon it or a, Theodore? That was a sign. Now yeah. you could see signs in everything after you somebody passed. Of course you, you can. can. You can read way oh, into things. This yeah. is my third red light today. Dad's favorite number was three. Yeah. yeah. It's a sign. You know what I mean? Your yeah. imagination could really yeah. take off. That's why I shut the mower off when I smelled yeah. that cigar, and I was like, I am imagining this. There's no way I know. And I, it, twice, it was confirmed twice. And there's no mistaking it. It was cig- cigar smoke. It, no question. Yeah. Not cigarettes. Let's go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Morning. Morning, Morning. Kevin. Cigar panties. Cigar panties. Smoky panties. Smoky panties. Yeah. So uh, 2012, my sister was a Mennonite, and she passed away from cancer. Well, we don't lower our, our people in the ground with conventional um, stuff. We use ropes like they did in yep. the biblical days. Yep. 
Right. Uh, she passed on January 23rd, and it was rainy, bad day. And after we she touched the ground, the sun came out, and it did it this year again. It was bad. I remember just here a few weeks ago, it was rainy, and the next thing I know, I was thinking about her, and the sun came out, and I thought, all right, is this coincidence, or is she just reaching out to me saying, hey, I'm okay? She's in a good place, so yeah. Of, yeah, it wasn't the smell, but it was the weather, and it was – I remember this day, you know, back in 2012, like I said, when we lowered her in the ground, it was rainy. It was terrible. And once she touched the bottom of the ground, the sun came out, and it did the same thing here just this 23rd. And I'm thinking, all right, I'm losing my mind, or she's reaching out to me. But like you said, she's in a better place. We're good. Yeah, uh, it's like thanks, a scene Kevin. out of a movie it right is, there. It is, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's keep the calls going. 821-9696. Member, shoot us a text on the Grismer Tire text line as well. Your call's next, QFM 96. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staffed for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Sunshine for today and a high of 61. Clouds, slight chance of showers tonight, low 47. And clouds for Friday, high 63. It's 35 right now. QFN 96 Kemba, Financial Credit Union traffic. Accident-free, we had a disabled vehicle that was blocking one of the lanes, 70 west through downtown. All lanes are open, smooth sailing. And that's QFN 96 traffic. Jerry saw a post on, was it Instagram, Jerry? Instagram yesterday. I ran across a random post from a psychic, and she just said something I had never heard before about scent and smell from people that have passed over, and I just retold the story right after Joe Show's passing. Six years ago, it'll be this July, and Mm. I was out cutting the grass, and the cigar smoke was overwhelming. And I thought I was losing my mind until I saw that psychic yesterday. I'm like, no, I, th- I believe it totally now. By the way, when you're texting the Grismer Tire text line, put your name and your city. So we can give you a shout out. Well, I'm not going to read it on air if you don't. <laughs> there you go. Those, them's the rules. They tell me those the rules. So I followed the rules. I'm Ron Burgundy. Hi, Bill. Go ahead. Hey, Billy. Hey, guys. Um, about a year a little more than a year ago, my wife passed. Uh, oh, sorry so to hear that. Devastating. Yeah, thank you, sirs. Um, anyway, uh, about two or three nights later, uh, me and my stepdaughter were talking, and uh, she had said, well, I had a dream about mom, and I let her talk about it. And I looked at her, and my jaw dropped because I had the same exact dream. I mean, a few words here and there were changed, but basically her mom, my wife, is yelling at us why we're not talking to her and why we're ignoring her. And we both had to look at her and go, you're dead, baby. That's why we're not talking to you. We, we, you're not here anymore. And she didn't believe it. And I Man. find that very eerie that we both had, had this exact same dream. dream. Yeah. yeah. You ever dream about your wife? Well, I'm sure you probably have since. But anything like that since? Um. I've yeah I've had dreams about her. Um, she we we've talked in the dream. Um, I swear to God, there have been times I've seen her in the house, but my house is a hundred years old, and you know it it could be sure. you know, shadows like other guys have said. In general, yeah, it's at night, but I'm a firm believer that she died in that house. She's still there with me. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. she probably is. Bill. And I've seen your. I I remember your wife. I dream about your wife. <laughs> Dude, oh. kidding. Oh. kidding. God, that's a <laughs> cherry. Oh, my God. I'm just bringing yeah. a little <laughs> levity. levity to the proceedings. <laughs> well, at least you didn't talk about her panties. <laughs> Always comes back to it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Always comes back to it. <laughs> I dream about your wife, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill. I'm Torg. He's Elliot. Yeah. Michelle, go I'm ahead. I'm talking to her. Yeah, <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, how are you? Turn your radio off. Turn your radio off, Michelle. Yeah, so we can hear you. It's off. Okay, there you go. Okay, uh, this happened to my husband in 2021. He got COVID really bad. And he ended up at the hospital twice on oxygen at home. And the last day that he was sick, he had slept for almost two days straight with waking up occasionally here and there. Okay. And I walk in the bedroom, and he sits straight up. Like, I mean, immediately. It was like he had all of them boing things behind him. And he said, he's here. And I said, who's here? And he said, dad. His dad had died 19 years before this. And he says, do you smell it? And I said, smell what? And he said, his aftershave. But he always wore after. And he passed out. I finally got him back awake. And after that, he was fine. And two days later, he was back at work. Did he remember it? No, he does not remember it. Hmm. Interesting. It's like he had a little visit to the other side. It was so creepy. Yeah. Wow. It Thanks wasn't for his sharing, time. Michelle. Yeah. Good for you. By the way, Tim from Centerburg wow. chimes in and says, I heard if a butterfly lands on you, it's a spirit reaching out to you. Okay? So keep that in mind. Here's one from Bev in Mount Perry. My best friend Cindy and I were golfing one day years ago, and she had a yellow butterfly land on her right shoulder while she was golfing. She said it symbolized her friend Terry she had lost years ago who loved yellow butter- butterflies. Cindy died a few years ago from COVID, and last spring I'm sitting on my mother-in-law's front porch, and a yellow butterfly lands on my right shoulder. Aww. How about that? Beautiful. Beautiful. It is. I haven't heard that, but what's the dragonfly? You know, the Costner movie, Dragonfly? The the Costner movie where his wife wife dies, she was pregnant. I don't end. The dragonfly's a symbol or something? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Google's your friend, Yeah, and like you brought up earlier, Torg, the, the, the cardinal. Yeah. When you see a cardinal. But I have so many cardinals that I used to give that some thought, but then I see so many now. Yeah. I remember uh, Kyler Murray was at my house the other day, and I said, dude, Mark (laughs) McGuire. I said, dude, you're a cardinal over at the house. Your favorite cardinal. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Me being stupid. (laughs) Angela, go ahead. (laughs) Albert Pools. Hey, Angela, how you doing? Ange. I love you guys. Listen, real quick story. My brother was murdered years ago, six months after his death. I'm in the laundry room doing my laundry and all that. I smell smoke. His cool cigarettes. What was weird, now I never smoked, in behind the dryer. Now, he didn't live with me. There was a lighter. Oh, man. Yeah, was that? Really? I started laughing. I said, bro... You're telling me something, aren't you? 
So I wanted to share that with you guys. I firmly believe in the paranormal. I do. There's you things know, so, that you just can't deny. It's you, not just circumstance. And you know, the, the weird Bingo. thing is, Angie, is, Angela, we put in so much money into science, and I'm, I'm not saying you don't spend money on this and that, the environment or whatever, but how come we don't put any resources in scientific study? We do, but not a big amount. Why aren't we looking into the afterlife and spending more money on researching it and having smart people do it? You know? I, I agree. It's it's yeah. really weird. Maybe we're afraid. Right, right. Maybe we're afraid of what we find out if we start doing because I think, like, the University of Virginia is, like, the biggest program when it comes to universities. Okay. But there's not, you know, universities studying this or having big programs at See, their school. I don't school. think people would be afraid because, like the stories we've heard this morning, it's comforting. It's a good thing. Then why aren't we doing it? We're comforted by knowing, and it takes the fear of death away because you know there's something afterwards. So you're not afraid to die. It's not like uh, you're just shutting off a TV and that's you're, it's over. Well, everybody, Which so, a lot of people believe that when you die, that's just you go dark. Everybody dies, so why aren't we doing more research in it then? What's the reason why? We're throwing millions here, throwing millions there, throwing millions to study snails on cocaine. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. So why aren't yeah, we spending right. money on researching Paranormal. the afterlife? Let's go to Charlene. Hi, Charlene. Hey, Charlene. Hi, Panties. Panties. A year before my brother died, I had a dream of a car going over like a little ditch. And I would always try to see who was driving. Okay. And a year later, we lived in California. My brother was coming home from the beach, and he went down over one of the hills, and he, he died. I never, ever had that dream again. However, a couple months after he died, he came to me in a dream, and it was beautiful. There was like a, a little ravine and water and trees and grass and that. And he was on the other side. And I said, Terry, I said, what are you doing? And he said he came to see me. And we talked for a little bit. And then he said, I need to go now. And I said, where are you going? And he said, where I come from, there is no time. And I never had the dream again, but it was very, very comforting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so. I've had a couple uh, visits in the middle of the night as well, as my wife has had one. See? And she wasn't yep. even in bed. She got up, and she was in the bathroom, and it appeared in the mirror behind her. That's eerie. Yeah. But it is comforting. Agreed. So... Yeah, both times in my uh, case, it was, uh, well, three times, actually, but the two specifically that I were really strong, front and center, they, it's all positive. It's a good thing. There's no evil. There's no darkness. There's nothing like that. Yeah, it's it's very comforting. Yeah. Well, thanks for the call. Thanks. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Uh, John chimed in on the Grismer Tire text line. He actually agrees, Jerry. says, hey, the reason why they don't release anything, the big stuff on the aliens, because they're afraid, and probably the same way with the afterlife, is your mind can't handle it. Hmm. My mind is small. Worldwide. Yes. Not just uh, an American. No, it's worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Good Good morning, morning, Jane. 
Hey, um, just a real quick story. My mom was my best friend, but anyhow, she passed away about five years ago. We're at the gravesite, and at the end of the ceremony, we released a handful of balloons, I don't know, 15, 20 balloons. Oh, no. You there? Oh. And she's gone. Ah, oh, bummer. We lost her. Damn. Shoot us a text, Jane. Uh, oh, Stephen from my rival high school, Sibley sucks, and we know why. Stephen, go ahead, buddy. Hey, Stephen. Hey, hey, Sibley Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, uh, my best friend, uh, 27 years, he committed suicide, and uh, I bought his pickup truck from his uh, grandma that got it, and and I still have to this day. I've had it for over 30-some years, but about three weeks after I bought it, I'm driving down the road in it, and I was thinking of him, and he happened to be a big 420 kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. And it was just like somebody lit one up right next to me. I mean, it was really super potent. I was like, like looking around, like, what the, what, what the windows were up? Yeah. I, I, oh, it was really, I mean, just like somebody blew a puff right in my nose. You know, it's like, wow. And, and that's I never the heard smell that. you know it, too. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, no mistaking, mistaking it. Yeah. yeah, right. Yep. All right, thanks. Thanks, right. Stephen. You're my yep. guy. So it maybe it doesn't matter how you pass, because suicide, when you supposedly to uh, many religions, you're yeah, not yes. a good not a good finish. But maybe they're in with the mix of people who yeah. die. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either how it works. If you're coming to Torgan Elliott for the answers, <laughs> or if you you're in the, the wrong place. If you go to the good place, you go to heaven, right? Maybe you can't come back. It's only the spirits that only go so far. Don't know. I don't know either. I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know when I... Well, uh, with my dad, I was on his deathbed, and I, I told him that. I said, hey, when you... when you We discussed it openly. I said, when you do go, if there's any, he goes, Jerry, if there's any possible way for me to come back, I will and give you a sign. And I've never had one from him. Did you have a signal But my brother did, so. What was your signal? Do you mind saying? There was no signal. Oh, he didn't say, I will come to you this way. No, just some kind of sign. Boy, if there's any possible way when you cross over to, to come back to me. Okay. Do, Do you that think they let me know? And I've never had. I've had it from my mother, and my brother had a visit from him though. Do I you think, think he, there was a sign that you might have missed from your father that you didn't equate to him at the time? See, that's why you got to set something up like that. Like, tell me how details. Yeah, yes. details. Yeah, right, like, pick right. your scent when you get to the pearly gates. You get to. It's like checking in at a right, hotel. Right, right. You get to pick your sign so you can tell everybody. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good call. Yeah, man. that good was fun. Yeah, interesting stuff. Hey, we talked Super Bowl commercials with yeah. a guy who probably knows more than anyone else. He's the executive producer of that special that's coming out tomorrow. The greatest Super Bowl commercials on uh, CBS Channel Ten. Bob Horowitz joins us next. Bob Horowitz is the executive producer Bob of Friday hey. Night Show on Channel Ten, CBS Ten. It's the ultimate. Super Bowl's greatest commercials, the ultimate countdown. Bob, what's going on? How are you? Hello, Bob. Uh, I'm good. I'm just, uh, I'm just waiting to, you know, to watch on Sunday the uh, the next batch of Super Bowl commercials and see if any of them can uh, can rival those classic Super Bowl commercials that you see in our show every single year and obviously on CBS Friday Night at Eight. 
Is it a little different now with commercials, though? Because in a social media world, you got QR codes and hashtags and people want to trend with algorithms. Does that take a little away from the creativity of Super Bowl commercials, like current day Super Bowl commercials? I think it, I don't know if that takes away from, I think what what takes away a little bit is the surprise uh, factor of, in the old days, you never knew what you were going to see come Sunday. And it wasn't so much that those, you know, media platforms didn't exist, you know, content platforms, it, at that time, it's also that you weren't spending $7 million as your entry fee to just advertise for 30 seconds. So, you know, the price tag, when it's all said and done, is probably about $12, $13 million a spot with all your yeah. you know, spokespeople and advertising. And so, you know, you need to then amortize that over a campaign that leads up to the game. So I think it takes away a little bit. And if they're clever, though, you want to watch and really see what, you know, what happens. Now, as the executive producer, Bob, you're kind of the expert. We had you on last uh, couple of years because the special's been, what, 23 years now, I see. The Super Bowl began in 1967. So what year do you think the Super Bowl commercials became this uh, behemoth that we know today? Because I don't recall this ever in the 70s, maybe in the 80s. What year would you say? It really in the eighties. Eighties, okay. It, it started when I say it started. It it started with Coca Cola in the Mean Joe Green spot. Oh and, yeah. And that didn't mean that Super Bowl commercials are big time, but that you know that one uh, became one that people would talk about forever. Then in nineteen eighty four, Apple did the big. Macintosh 1984 commercial to coincide with the launch, you know, the spot. And we have that in our show Friday night, the story behind it. That spot almost never aired because the board of directors wanted the marketing department to sell off, you know, the 30 and 60 that they had bought in the game. And so as a result of that, that we got that great form of creative. In 1984, that was the first big Super Bowl commercial, and then people started to talk about it um, and – that's 40 years ago, and to this day, uh, there's just so many classic commercials yeah. that are in that bucket of great Super Bowl commercials. And we, and we have a tough time every single year, not which ones they are, but you know, making the, 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 judge, you know, the judgment of which makes the show this year or not, because we know the viewer wants to watch those great spots over and over again because it's the only time they see them during the course of the year. Yeah, I want to mention everyone, too, the show Super Bowl's Greatest Commercials, Channel 10 and 9 o'clock on Friday. So, Bob, do you know if there's been a spot, and maybe it's not the greatest spot of all time or maybe make, not making your list, but is there a spot that credits a company making, like, boy, we were just a good company, but after this Super Bowl commercial, it launched our company to a whole new, different demo and era, and it kind of made our company. No. Um, like, you I, knew of us, but, really. boy, this we got, no, on the, we got on the map after this. I, I would say it's a great question. My my answer is going to be no. I might say, <laughs> was there a company that went ahead and advertised in the Super Bowl, did this, and 
that all of a sudden be you know became the start of that company being no longer you know well, that yeah flops you know there there've been flops uh, and you know desperate attempts like you know the dot com era but that's a great question i'm um because you could argue, Bob, and say all those Bud Light commercials throughout the years took them on a different level with the I love you, man, the what's up, and all that's the the guys dressing in drag, uh, all the iconic Bud Light commercials. You almost think, like, you would almost think of those commercials before you think of the product. Yes, yeah. But, you would, but the beauty of that, that's a great point, but the beauty of it is that you do attribute it to the product that uh, in a very – I don't think anybody says, uh, what's up, was that Miller Lite? Yeah. I think they yeah. know it was Bud Wise, right? Like, I think they know it was Bud Lite. Like, they know that. Yeah. Or Bud Wise, or that they're clever. Oh, the frogs, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Campaign. Yep. So, um, but, but, but yes, it's the, where, the, where Budweiser, and I call him the king of Super Bowl commercials, where Budweiser has just been genius is that, They've not only won at the water cooler on Monday morning, but they they resonate and they become a part of pop culture. And people are talking about them year after year after year. And what's also cool, you'll see it in our show because Budweiser, who we work with very, very, very closely, um, and you know because they're the King of Super Bowl commercials, they're bringing back the Clydesdales on Sunday. So oh, they nice. allowed us to go on set for the behind-the-scenes look at uh, the Clydesdales coming back. And what Budweiser's so great at when you involve, you know, their Clydesdales and then dogs, it's great storytelling. And they continue a storyline that has existed before, and they, you know, continue it on this Sunday. And, again, I think that's genius, and it's a great form of entertainment. I'm sure that one will rate right up there. Um, and will become a classic going forward. And Bob, as uh, you know, Budweiser already was the king of beers. They're a huge, huge worldwide uh, brand. So it's not about no longer selling product or maybe a different business selling uh, a service. Is it more just you're spending all that money for buzz? Because, I mean, Budweiser didn't need the help uh, in the grocery stores. Like old man, old man Rigno, old Ted Wrigley would would say when he was uh, he was flying the plane and in, and a reporter asked him um, why do you advertise when you have a hundred percent market share and he looked out the window and said look at those see those propellers he said just because you're flying we don't stop the engine right and that yeah I, I think there's a lot to that that you know they were so dominant and they they just wanted to continue in that area and they and they knew there'd be other people, you know, gunning at, you know, at them. But in the Super Bowl business, I don't think anyone can catch them. You know, anyone can catch them. And, you know, it's because they're they're just too far, uh, you know, ahead. And because they have so many brands, so what they're able to do is they were able to give you the dogs and the Clydesdales, and that tugs on the heartstrings. Is th- able to give you the what's up and tugs on the funny, right? And that's those are all the ingredients of 
a great creative that resonates every year. Is there a new company that perhaps is using the Super Bowl as a launch? I remember when GoDaddy kind of joined the party. Nobody would heard what GoDaddy. Is there a company we're going to be talking about on Monday that we're not even aware of today? Wait, now you, you just came up with one. We're, I gotta, <laughs> when you said GoDaddy, I would say, and we've... We've had them. We've had them on and work with the company. That would be the commercial where you ask, was there a company that used the Super Bowl to launch really their product, right? And grew. And I would say it's GoDaddy. Yeah. You you answered your own question. Yeah. It's GoDaddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know um, what? Uh, what I, you know what I love about this program, Bob? And uh, wrap it up with Super Bowl's greatest commercials, the ultimate countdown. Is it takes you back to a better place? It kind of jogs the memory, almost like music. You remember the summer of '95 when you hear this song, and so, a lot of these commercials, you're going to go back and go, "Gosh, I remember that one in 2005." A hundred percent. That's we had to get you on the uh, creative team for this show. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like I always say, Charlie Brown's Christmas, Rudolph the Red Nosed Ranger. Why do you like to watch those shows every? Year? You've seen them every year, every year because it takes you back to a point in time. It's comfort food. It's 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 just it makes you feel good. And Super Bowl commercials does exactly that. So you know, Friday night, eight o'clock. You can relive the great spots, and and the cool thing here is at the end of the show, viewers get to vote live and determine the ultimate winner. You're right. It is 8 o'clock. I was doing it. It's 8 to 9. I was looking at 9. 9. Yeah. 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 Thanks so much, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Do a great job. All right. Enjoy the game and enjoy the commercials. So long. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic been pretty quiet on the roadways this morning. Accident-free, some slowdowns, your major areas, but other than that, looking good. And that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata. Serving the highest quality New York-style pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. I've always been a pretty big fan of the Toy Story franchise from Disney. At least the first three. The fourth one sucked. The standalone Buzz Lightyear was absolutely horrible. The way you started that, Christy, I thought you were going to say I was always a big fan of Torg, but we know that. Well, well, we know that's not true. <laughs> she got the T.O. out. I got yeah. the T.O. out. Tori, 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 Tori Story. Uh, well, see, Disney CEO Bob Iger confirmed yesterday the fifth entry into the Toy Story franchise. Got the green light and is in early development, Iger said, during Disney's quarterly earnings uh, call that Toy Story 5 will be released in 2026, but didn't give a lot of details on the plot or who the cast will be. Although it is likely both Tom Hanks and Tim Allen will uh, return as Woody and Buzz Lightyear. You know, though, Bob Iger. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear's going to be gay. Well, see, that's <laughs> what happened. Macy's and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a good gay voice. So. Want to see my six-shooter <laughs> fella? Yeah, Woody. <laughs> and Nebraska. Have you ever been to Nebraska? Yes. Okay. Uh, they Okay, so they had One a month. pretty awesome oh, that right. tourism slogan called Nebraska. Honestly, it's not for everyone. Well, this week, Nebraska's Tourism Commission announced... Not for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) They're ditching the tagline. Now, they made it seem like uh, it's been around for generations, but it's only five years old. And by the way, it was very successful. 
survey of tourists in the target market for Nebraska showed interest rising from 19% in 2019 to almost 40% recently. So Nebraska also moved up from the 41st state that people were interested in visiting. That was up from the 50th, dead last, where they were the last four years. The slogan wasn't for everyone. It's the governor, uh, Jim Pillen. He wasn't a fan. He recently called it nonsense, and he urged the commission to find a new slogan. It's not clear what the next no, one no, will be. You didn't, now they have a new slogan out. Nebraska, why the f- would you live here? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nebraska, yeah. because we have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are we still the heart of it all? Or the heart of it all. That? I think it's still the Our heart of it all. license plates are horrible. They're terrible. Oh, they're bad. With that little biplane pulling the banner and all yeah. the... It's like five colors. Ugh. Well, the first plane was... The white was the best right? one. White with blue is Ohio. Was it DeWine right? a teenager back when they... Right? The Wright brothers? Yeah, yes. he, may, he may have been <laughs> there. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. He was the early 20s. He knew him in yeah. the same one-room schoolhouse, right? <laughs> he encouraged Orville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll never guess who hit on Billy D. Williams. You know Billy D. Williams? Well, of course. Lando Calbrissian. And what else is Billy D. in? He's a slick dude. The malt liquor commercial. Malt liquor commercial. Yeah, was he in the jazz right, singer? He was right. in Mahogany, wasn't he, with... Uh... Oh, that. Well, uh, if you don't know who Billy D. Williams is, look up his picture, and we're going to tell you what super, super star hit on Billy D. Williams after Aerosmith. We are back! Got the Torg Torgerson. I did it with clients, so I don't want to say the client. Oh, oh. And I'm in there, and you're getting there. Everybody's like naked with. with, Yeah, it's just. Hello, Jerry. All right, guys and gals, get ready for Martha on the main stage. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me about my wieners. Nobody likes me that much. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. And you're going to get a little bit more of Jerry this morning because we're giving away Jerry's package. It's our Grab Our Package contest each weekday morning. We've given it away from Cirilla's. Chance to win a box of goodies we've selected. Make sure you stop in at Cirilla's on Polaris Parkway, Bryce Road, West Broad, and shop for all your Valentine's Day necessities. Cirilla's, where romance meets fantasy. We will do that. You'll listen for the Jerry Panty Sounder. When you hear it, be calling number 9821 Nice. I'll just say the box is long. It's a long package. It is a, yes. Yeah, not thick package. Long, long. package. Well, yeah. it depends on what you prefer. Yep, it, it really is. Uh, and a good stuff in there. The seven days of panties. Pretty damn impressive. And enti- yeah. Yeah, each, and they're not each, all the same. There's seven drawers in that long box. Yes. It's cool. It is. It is. Billy D. Williams has a new book out. In the book, Billy D. tells a story about hanging out at a huge party of a celebrity. Okay. Stood in the library of this home, and he was propositioned by this person, and he had to turn this mega celebrity down. Who was that Barbara celebrity? Streisand. Rich, you want to guess? I think Christy may have seen this. No, story. I haven't. I have no idea. Oh, yes. No idea. Think Martha mega star. Think mega star. Me- okay, movies. back in the, say uh, what? movies. Okay, back in well, the day. Back in Billy D. Williams day, seventies, eighties. Do I dare say? Fawcett. Do I dare say male or female? <laughs> Christy Brinkley. I have. I don't. I, I'm not even going to take a guess. Marlon Brando. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Marlin, because uh, there's the Richard Pryor rumors. What's the Richard Pryor rumor? Oh, come on. No. Oh, yeah. Tell. Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor got together. They did? Yes. Really? Oh, yes. yeah. I just heard, oh, I heard yeah. that recently. Oh, so yeah. Marlon Brando liked the the uh, black male. He liked the little uh, chocolate thunder. Yes. Apparently. All right. Yeah, yes. That was his thing. So okay. Marlon Brando came on to Billy D. Billy D. didn't go there. No. Though. Billy D. said, I turned him, Billy politely turned him down. Man. As of why, I prefer women. Yeah. I like That's, the ladies. No okay. offense, Marlon, but yeah. uh, keep it in your pants, Marlon. And even if I were gay, Marlon, you're a overweight fat dude. Yes. Yeah. Girthy. Yeah. You're wow, strange. Wow, Marlon Brando. And Billy D. Wouldn't you be feel like flattered though if you're Billy D? Uh, no, no. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> name me a Billy fam- D. Was a beautiful man. Yeah. I mean, good lord. Exactly. Give me a famous. Gay male celebrity. Rock Hudson. Yeah, oh, I would well, say no, right. no, current day. Current day? Yeah. I, ca- <laughs> I don't know who would be a current gay uh, Bravo guy. Uh, Cohen. Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. All right, Andy Cohen, we're at a, an event and Andy Cohen hits on you. You feel a little flattered. Hey, Andy Cohen hit on me. Yeah, you got a story. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm sure Billy D. Williams was flattered that... The guy from Apocalypse Now hit on him. Yeah, right? from the Brando, Godfather, back th- especially back then. Yeah, post Godfather, you kidding me? As big as it gets. Exactly, that's what Even he said. Even before Godfather, as big as it gets. <laughs> that's what he said. I think yes. that's what Billy Dee said. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I saw this. This is <laughs> maybe that's why he, he, he took a pass. Yes. Like, if, is that as big as it gets? <laughs> I'm disappointed, no, thanks, Billy Dee. Yeah. Uh, i don't follow this person on instagram i might start britney spears is bat bleep crazy man with her dances and her she posted a picture on instagram with her another like a songwriter and then ben affleck she says she and then she said she made out with him she goes oh i almost forgot that night after posting this, I remembered me and Affleck had a makeup. And then session. she deleted it. Come on. Like, you forgot. You were doing it for the attention. Yeah, you yeah, posted yeah. it on there and wanted to get attention. And then I she got the know. attention, then deleted it. Remember yeah. when death pools were a big thing? We used to have death pool Dave. Dave on yep. yes. Torg. He was great. But it became, uh, it wasn't PC to no longer do that. Yes. And he had to quit doing his shtick, death pool Dave did, because he was in the medical community. Okay, yeah. And so they said it it didn't, one or the other, and he kept, he, you know, decided to keep his job. The day job. The one that paid money. (laughs) Yeah. But Death Pool Dave, uh, I saw where there's versions of that out today online. Uh Uh-huh. And I think Britney Spears top of that list. Oh, really? For 24, yeah. Well, because she's younger, you get more points, correct? I've never uh, been in. I've yes, never you get more it. points yeah. the younger they are. So, like yeah. when Heath Ledger died, because I think Death Pool Dave was still around when Heath Ledger died, and we had him on the air, and uh, it was. I'm sure, like it's a weird Lohan. conversation. Yeah. Oh, Lindsay Lohan back in the day. Yeah. I think Lindsay Lohan's kind of pulled out of it. She has. Well, she yeah. moved to Dubai, didn't she? She married. And she had a kid. Yeah. Vice had the 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 dark side of the two thousands. Uh, Dubai, she married billions. She did. Yeah, she did. She did. Yeah. did. You seen right, Dubai? Right. Holy cow! Yeah, dark side of the two thousands on Vice uh, was on last night, and it was th- they focused on Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, and Britney Spears, the trifecta of crazy. 
back in the day in the 2000s. And Paris kind of grew up. Yeah, she's a mom she now. She's yeah. a little more mature. Yeah. Because her uh, running buddy was uh, Nicole Richie. Her yeah, running yeah. buddy was. <laughs> well, her running buddy was, was quite a few, but yeah, her, her and, and Nicole. Was. But... Don't be a dick. Okay. Uh... <laughs> that video made the rounds. Even I saw some of that. Uh... <laughs> Although when it comes to those videos, the Pam Anderson, Tommy Lee. Is, oh, is the, that's nightmare, though. That's, that's, that's the yeah, that's Casablanca of... Yeah, sex videos. Right, he makes there. every guy Although look bad. Although the Kardashian though. one, I never saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the Paris Hilton one where she's like doing her hair and like getting. No, the in, room like... is real dark. Okay, I don't and know if I've like seen a, that one. It's candlelit, or they threw a T-shirt over the hotel lamp. It's really dim. Okay. But she, uh, yeah, yeah. A plus uh, effort. Is she a plus effort? Best acting performance. <laughs> Got was, some heart. That was. Uh, <laughs> Pam Anderson, yeah. right? Was oh. that Heather Locklear? Who was? No, it's Pam Anderson. Yeah, it was I Pam some... Anderson. I love you, yeah. Tommy. Yeah, right. I love you, Tommy. They were so high on ecstasy. Yeah. In that oh thing. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look Oof. at the. It's the golden hour, Tommy. <laughs> She's called him to come outside. Ah, <laughs> uh, Michael. No Evan. pun intended. Michael Evans next. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Hey, good morning, Torg and Christy and Ellie. Good morning, Columbus. Gee, we're getting close. We are getting close. And we start off, I kind of left you hanging yesterday. I left you hanging on purpose, telling you about a long, long time San Francisco 49er fan who has attended a lot of 49er games, a woman who planned to go to the game Sunday but may be denied because of security. Did you guess who the woman was? The answer is Kamala Harris, living in San Francisco many years. Kamala Harris is the answer. So uh, 49ers celebrity fans include Dana Carvey and Julie Roberts and Danny Glover. And despite being part owner of the AFC Denver Broncos, Condoleezza Rice is a big Brock Purdy fan. So she'll probably be pulling for the 49ers. However, seems that there are more Kansas City celebrity type fans going to the game than 49ers celebrity type fans going to the game. And not just from Kansas City. That includes St. Louis residents John Hamm. And from the office television show Gina Fisher. And from Springfield, Missouri. Brad Pitt, Kansas City Chief fan, going to the game. And although he only lived in Kansas City a short period of time, don't be surprised if I did, I did. I reckon I could go to the game. That's my impression of Billy Bob Thornton. No. Uh, I'm sorry. And there's talk of over a thousand plain clothes security, homeland security, going to the game. Are they expecting trouble? Boy, I hope not. So here's a trivia bet you can win on your Sunday Super Bowl party. What Super Bowl game had the most future Hall of Famers play in it? The answer is Super Bowl thirteen. That matched up the Dallas Cowboys versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. There were 17 players in that game that were eventually voted into the Hall of Fame. Predictions and surprises tomorrow, guys. Talk to you then. Mike Evans, see ya.
from your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staffed nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Sunshine today in a high 61, clouds, slight chance of showers tonight, a low 47, clouds for Friday. And a high 63. It is 36 right now. As expected, Senate Republicans tanked the bipartisan border security and foreign aid bill yesterday. The Senate voted 49 to 50 to stop the bill after Republicans voted against the one that they had fought to arrange. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said now he plans to introduce new legislation for a package, a $118 billion aid package to Israel and Ukraine that has no border security provisions included. Uh, President Biden is now considering executive order to try to get the border debacle under control. The measure is still being drafted, and right now they are not expected to be put into place anytime soon. Governor Mike DeWine has now backed off proposed restrictions on gender-affirming care for adults. The State Department of Health and Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services, they both issued revised proposals yesterday to have the rules only apply to minors. That's what I thought it was in the first place. Most of the new rules may be moot after the Ohio legislature overrode DeWine's veto of a ban on gender-affirming surgeries and hormone therapies for minors, which will take effect in April. Well, the moment the Super Bowl ends every single year, the winning team gets championship merchandise. We got T-shirts and we got hats. And hometown stores have stuff ready to sell immediately. As for all the T-shirts and the hats that were printed for the losing Super Bowl team, well, that stuff used to be destroyed. But since 1996, the NFL has been working with different charities to send the clothing to people in need around the world. Uh, It keeps the hundreds of shirts and hats out of the landfills and also gets the stuff to people who actually need them and will use them. And, you know, that little blue pill, it can do more than just give you a healthy bonoir. There's a new one. I see it on social media. It's got it's orange. It's orange. It's got a little flame on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be better. Yeah. According to. We will be in no fire. Not the day. According to a new study, Viagra may help to lower your risk of Alzheimer's disease. Researchers found the guys who were prescribed Viagra and similar meds, doesn't have to be just Viagra, just a basic bone war pill, they were 18% less likely to develop the most common form of dementia years later than those who went without the drugs. And the effect was strongest in men with the most prescriptions. So pop away. QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic had an earlier accident. Georgesville and Climb Road that was off to the side. Uh, CM, uh, EMS rather has already cleared the scene. And that's QFM 96 traffic. Here are your hot five audio cuts today. Cut number one, Dana White on the Pat McAfee show in Las Vegas. Listen to this clip. Dana White starting to get into a response about media and censorship. And ESPN, the network, goes right to commercial. Take a listen. Listen, you know what? If you notice, I really haven't been doing any media. I do podcasts, man. I'll do podcasts. I'll come hang with you. You know, lots of this is lots media. of people. Oh, sorry, <laughs> lots of people want to talk to you because you're not the media. Um, you know, you're not coming on podcasts and people that you want to have open discussions with. There's not any gotcha moments. There's no. There's no um, agendas. You know, there, there, there's no uh, clickbait. And, and and all the all the bullshit goes on with the media. The media, yeah. the media, right now. You got it. During an asthma attack, every second <laughs> gots to go. Gots to go. ESPN, they're awful. <laughs> oh yes. man. After the Aaron Rodgers stuff, they 
They're not taking any chances with Mr. Dana White. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. I was never a Dana White fan, but I kind of like him now. I always thought he was just a lunkhead, but then you hear him talk. He was great on Rogan. Yeah. Yep. And Rogan had, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, on yesterday. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. They were touching all the bases. Nice. It was good. Clip number two, RFK. Now, he was on a podcast, only Howie Mandel's. And he says if he had to put his money on the election, he'd bet on himself. I'm running to win. And if I had to put money on it, I would put money on myself. I'm beating both Biden and President Trump in people under 45 years old. And I'm beating them by a landslide in people under 35. I'm beating them in the largest cohort, which is the independents. People are unaffiliated. I win that cohort. For the first time in history, the first election in history, independents are more numerous than either Democrats or Republicans. This is the first time in history. In registered voting? Yeah, registered voting. They call them now in the polls unaffiliated voters, but who say, I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. They are now the largest voting bloc. Shaking it up. Shaking it up. Yeah, Torg asked a good question in, during uh, the Foo Fighters there. That, I did? Yeah. yeah <laughs> R, RFK, does it, is, is it even possible? Or are you just throwing a vote away? I think he's pulling votes from Trump. I don't think any Biden people are going to go RFK. You don't think? If he's hurting one of the two, I think RFK it's gonna be, It's going to hurt Trump. He's more liberal Trump. than he is conservative, though. Way more liberal. But I think the liberals, yeah, I don't know. I think he's pulling from tr- for Trump. Yeah. People are tired. From Trump, yeah. Boy, Biden did another one yesterday referencing a dead guy. Oh, God, the, the French. Met. Oh, my yeah. God, the French president no, that died. the German no, no, yesterday. No, the German, okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. But he did make a reference to. He did two days, then he did it again Ugh. with a German leader who's been dead since 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Cut number three. One of our favorite comedians, Steve Byrne, talking about how TMZ is getting involved in the Shane Gillis SNL appearance. Look at this. TMZ puts out clip of Shane Gillis resurfaces. Okay, first off, it didn't resurface. TMZ put it out. Okay, they resurfaced it. Now they're saying it resurfaced. It's like, you resurfaced it. It didn't resurface like you did it. So how are you saying it resurfaced? It only resurfaced because you resurfaced it. This is one of my biggest, biggest pet peeves in comedy is as a comic, you're in the front row, talking to somebody, guy in the front row, you're goofing off, and then somebody in the back says, that's mean, but the guy in front is laughing. And when somebody is offended for somebody that's not offended, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. So that's what TMZ is doing. SNL had hired Shane. Shane got fired for being ironic and being a comic. And years later, now SNL has him back out. So TMZ is offended that SNL isn't offended. That's why they've resurfaced this. And if SNL is okay, you should be okay too. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Byrne's a pretty smart guy. He is a smart dude. I like him. All right, clip number four here, guys. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult, one final album. It's called Ghost Stories. It'll be out this spring. Here is the first single. This one's called So Supernatural. So Supernatural. You're right, I hear Ace. And that's CTO? That. Not a fan? No, that's the Blue Oyster Cult, VOC. 
Oh. Not yeah. B, not BTO. Bachman Turner Overdrive. No, no. No, it's BOC. Yeah, the guys who played our. No, that was BTO. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's BOC then? Blue, Blue Oyster Cult. Did they played our. No. They didn't? No, it was. BTO. It was BTO, the guys that didn't move out of their little square that stood there, their three-foot you know, diameter square, and that was it. And they looked very tired. That was BTO. Now, that Blue Oyster Cult song there, Christy, so supernatural, what do you think? Uh, it, it's okay. I don't and who's think. R.E.M.? <laughs> don't be an S.O.B. Yeah. <laughs> No, I want OMG. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so who's Bachman Turner Overdrive? What are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. They're done. They got to be done, right? They're I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to get I Christy know. going a little. <laughs> See if she like, goes with my stupidity. It's like an Abbott Costello like routine. I though. That kind of wrapped it all up. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Number five here, Mike. Per- co- close personal friend. I got to check in on him today. Kirk Herbstreet's getting called out for his influence on flipping Georgia commit quarterback uh, Dylan Riola to Nebraska. Here's his dad, former Lion Dominic. We'll say, bring up one guy's name. His name's Kirk Herbstreet. When he saw he saw the smoke uh, about Dylan entertaining Nebraska, he was like, called me. He said, dude, is this true? He got to do it. You know, he got to do it. He, he His affinity for Nebraska, uh, for a guy like that to tell me and to, you know, get behind me. Look, I knew. I knew he needed to do it. But I wasn't going to sit here and say, you need to go change that place or be a part of the change of that place. Um, so when Kirk told me that, you know, I was like, man, you know, this is I've had people reach out. Other coaches reach out, reach out to me and say, look, the, the place is special. Coach Rule is a special leader. That is unethical as it hell. It is. It absolutely is. It's a co- huge conflict. Just, dude, call your games. You're crappy at See, the these NFL guys, games. They, they get their social media, and college football is so big that it's too much power. And he's so Kelly sensitive. Street, you're not a player. No, you're he, not a player. Well, in he that was. Space. Well, no, evidently he yeah. does have too much power. Now this is this is factual information. He's influencing stuff like that. That is unethical. Yep, the worst co- Buckeye quarterback in the history of our <laughs> school. And you're thinking, oh, Torque, you just hate Herbie. No, look it up. The worst quarterback Ohio State has ever had. It's not a knock. I'll knock him later on my podcast today when I tell a nice little insecurity story about Herbie. But at least he, they got regular playing time. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he was awful quarterback. People rip Joe Bowserman. Joe Bowserman is a pro bowler, an all American compared to Kirk Herbstreet. And this Rayola, Dylan Rayola, I remember his dad when he played for my Lions, right? I don't know how good Dylan is, but he's not going to be enough to get Nebraska out of get it. Get Nebraska out of it. He needs needs help. He yeah, needs stuff around him, right? He's committed to how many teams? Nebraska, Ohio State, Georgia. Now back to Nebraska. And I think he's played at three high schools. Really? Yes, he has. A lot of the Georgia fans are right, like thanking right, Herbie right. today, but if he wanted help around him. You stay at Georgia. Must yes. be a stud for all that demand. He is. But well, that's no, what they who, say. You don't know. Yep. You never know. You never know. See Tate Martell Jr. Yes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your hot five. Is your house in need of an update? Let QFM 96 kickstart your projects with our $10,000 Pick Your Project. Start the new landscaping or pool conversation with Omni Pools and Scapes. Keep the cold out 
and the warm air in with Hague windows and doors or clean your home of clutter with a dumpster from Central Ohio Contractors. All three would be great. Visit QFM96.com and put your most wanted fix-ups in order of importance. If your list matches our secret contractors or comes the closest, you could walk away with $10,000 in credit from one of our partners towards whatever project you want. Get on board. Sign up now. Full contest rules. Make your list. QFM96.com. If you're tired of joint pain, don't want to do surgery, you need to call QC Kinetics today. It's Torg. The state of healthcare, it's always changing, and everybody thinks you need to do pills or surgery, but those are not your only options. Dr. Ray Tessner and his medical team at QC Kinetics are transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free, regenerative treatments that deliver long-lasting results. I should know my back pain is no longer existing thanks to QC Kinetics. So if you have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury, don't let it keep you from living your best life early this year. They have state-of-the-art treatments that harnesses and directs your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. So make 2024 your year and start living again. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation in Dublin or Gahanna, 380-208-4544. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for this morning. Um, No issues, no accidents, looking pretty good, and that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata, serving the highest quality New York-style pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Nothing more uncomfortable than an airline seat, depending on the airline, but they're all pretty bad. And Southwest has updated their seat design, and already it's setting social media on fire. These these new seats, they won't even make their official appearance until next year's fleet on Southwest planes. Already, TikTokers and Instagrammers are likening said seats to lawn chairs. Now, according to the airline, these seats, you know, they took a lot of things into consideration, uh, they're designed specifically to include a multi-adjustable headrest cushion for enhanced head and neck support. Carrier also added that the design provides ultimate comfort while maximizing seat width and overall support. However, customers who have seen the images, and yeah, they do look like lawn chairs, um, they're upset over the change. One user even said, is there an option to just stand on the airplane? And now some users say they're going to book with Delta Airlines instead because they're ticked off about the seats. A seat is a seat. If you've ever dreamed, Torg, do you remember, did you watch The Love Boat growing up in the 70s or not? No. No, you did not? Well, a lot of people did, at least our generation. Uh, So if you've ever dreamed of sailing on The Love Boat, this is as close as you're going to get. Princess Cruises setting sail this August with cast members from the original series. Jeez, oh, that sounds like Doc a bad, get married? Sounds like a bad dream. Bernie Copel, of course, Doc Capel. is going to be on it. Capel, excuse me. Uh, Gopher, uh, Fred Gan- Grandy is going to be on Lang. there. Ted Lang is going to be on it. Gopher was a politician for a while. He was. Remember? Yeah. Where uh, where was he a politician? Iowa. Okay. Uh, Ted Lang's going to be a part of it. Vicky Steubing, uh, Joe Whelan. Is going to be on it. Gavin McLeod, uh, who played Captain Stooping, will not be on it. Why? He died three years ago. Uh, they Laura- take him. Yeah. <laughs> They'll prop yeah, him up. what the hell? <laughs> a la Weekend at Bernie style. They'll just prop him up. Remember our buddy Ted McKinley was on? He was the photographer. Yeah, yeah. We had we had like the, the best. The whole key to that show were the guest stars. It was stars. the guest yes. stars, and correct. Was the people the, that came on. Yeah, right. Yep. 
Um, there is no word on why. Okay, Lauren Tui, she played cruise director Julie McCoy. She's still around. She's 70 years old. But didn't she? Uh, she did Playboy. But didn't she like the nose candy? Yeah, she had a little trouble with that. Yeah. Right. Mm-mm-mm. Right. I thought she was older than 70. But yeah, she's 70 years old. So the official dates are August 31st through September 7th. Uh, the boat sets sails from New York and makes stops in New England and Canada. And activities include whoo, meet and greets and photo ops, plus vow renewal ceremonies officiated by the cast. Yeah, I'm Speaking good. Speaking of old stars, anyone see which Corey was in the uh, Stand By Me? Feldman. Feldman. Um, Corey Feldman singing Stand By Me with uh, that Jerry O'Connell. Is that his Jerry name? O'Connell, yes. Oh, is he a weird dude? It is the Which one of them? They're dead serious. They both are. They're they're singing it together. It must have been a convention because they're it's, they're in front of fans. Yeah. And they're swaying. And Corey Feldman's like really into it. He's really serious. He thinks he's a rock star. And that I look at and then O'Connell comes in for the second verse and he's singing it and they're hugging on stage and everything. That O'Connell, he is a weird mofo. Well, Corey Feldman did a gig at King of Clubs about six months ago. And the place was packed. And he, he, I mean, the song is easy as Stand By Me, and he couldn't see, he did not sing that well. Jerry O'Connell was one of those uh, folks. We taped an interview with Jerry O'Connell, and it was so bizarre, we never aired it. Yeah. It was so bizarre. And it bizarre. wasn't bizarre, funny bizarre. No. It was just him. Off. Him. He was, off. remember when we when he'd be answering a question, and you and I were looking at each other like, what? What is going on here? And what has he done lately? Nothing. No, he has no, he's a TV got show. the TV show. He's on the talk show. And he's married to Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Oh, yeah. so they're yeah. still like married? Six months ago. Yeah. His face, he looks like a doll or something, doesn't he? should just serve he? her. He looks like a wax us. figure or something. He is an yeah. odd Madame dude. Tussauds version of He should stay home and rub her feet. I I think he was. Uh, I think he was high when you we had so? him. When we interviewed him, yeah, I think he was on a prescription. Remember, he gave drug. like a shout out to his dentist. Yeah, and he was like, "I just gotta like, want to give a shout out to." Oh, and he maybe was, he, he was. He, high he was like, at a, he was at a restaurant. Yeah, it was weird. Like, yeah, we go, what are you doing really, in the background? Really, really, really weird. Yeah, we never did air that. We did never we? did. Do we still have it? Maybe we I, should. Yeah, I have it in a folder. And as much as it was weird, it was only like six minutes long. Yeah, that's well, we had to get rid of We wrapped it up. We might have to do like an internet exclusive on that. Of oh well, that and whether well, you've ha- we've had some other weird interviews too. No, but not ones that we haven't aired though. That's the most recent one that was yes too far out there. Yes, yeah, he was high as a kite, I think. Because we've had a couple that we haven't aired, but this one was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it was just bizarre, bizarre. I remember on my sport. Do you remember the running back Blair Thomas? He was the second overall pick by the Jets. He was no. a running back. Okay. Google. He was the second overall pick by the Jets. Running back, right? Okay. And I interviewed him, and the interview lasted two minutes and forty-two seconds. And I had to ask him like thirty questions. It was just a bizarre. This kind of reminds me. Just in my was head. Was he just young and dumb, yeah, and yeah. he didn't know? He didn't have any media savvy. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Right. One word tough. answers. Yes, it was Correct. just tough. Right. This one was just bizarre. Who was the coach that hung up on you? Tim Brewster. We got into a fight on the air. <laughs> okay, yeah. Minnesota. It's like Ed Asner and I. Yeah. The famous Ed Asner. And, and you had somebody else hang up on you, too, didn't you, Torg? No, well, I called... Uh, a whore? I called two... Uh, Cindy Leathers, the wiener gal, I called yeah, her a whore. Yeah, She hung up. And then Farrah Abraham. That was early in our... Uh, that was. From, t- from Teenage Jordan Moms or whatever, Elliot. 16 and Pregnant. Yeah. Experiment. And then uh, Farrah Abraham made a porno 
porno with a porn star, and she said, oh, we just went for a walk one day and had sex, and then I go, so eight cameras were in your home and multiple views, and yeah. and I called her a whore, too, and she hung up. <laughs> <laughs> she said, a whore. You're getting paid. Tour doesn't mince words. Well, and then Jody Sweeten got mad. One of them, or the first time you did it, I remember I was like, oh, no, what? And then the more I thought about it, I was like, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Like, I'm going to go to bat for... Farrah's not a whore torque. She's an entrepreneur. She's on Teen Mom, and she's doing sex tapes. She's got... Multi-faceted, yeah, business. Yeah. Didn't she have a mole taken of her? Went toe to toe one morning. Yeah, Chris, do you remember the Jody Sweeten interview? Me and you both. Uh, I think you mentioned something about you got her confused with another cast yes, member. Yes, and then I then complimented her fake boobs, and she got really mad. And I said. Well, why did you get them if you don't want people to to notice you? To, yeah, to make them. yeah, to to make a comment about and your she boobs. She got really angry. Yeah, at Christy's that. comment though was the drug one. You didn't know that she'd gotten clean. I don't. I remember. So, you I don't brought know, remember what it's what Jody Sweeten. Kind of inconsequential, yeah. but exactly. yeah. yeah, you're right on. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. that was a good interview with that her because she probably hated all of us except for right. Jerry at the hey, end. Remember of that, that time John Travolta called in Christie? <laughs> oh. oh, that was great! Ah, Jerry, <laughs> we're having fun together. <laughs> oh, we got uh, Bob Horowitz. I hope he's a good interview. Uh, fingers are crossed. Yeah, executive producer of the Super Bowl's greatest commercials, and you'll watch that show tomorrow, eight o'clock. Bob Horowitz joins us after Queen.